So in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Emmar, we have all the holidays of the Jewish calendar year. And right after the Torah discusses Shavuos, but right before it discusses Rosh Hashanah, there's one random Pasuk that's sandwiched between Shavuos and Rosh Hashanah. And the Pasuk is about the laws of Matanos Aniyim, the gifts that are given to the poor. Agriculturally, if a person would be out there in the summer and he has his crops as he's harvesting, they might come up, these laws, and therefore it's between Shavuos and Rosh Hashanah. The Torah tells us that when you're harvesting your field, make sure that you leave a portion for the poor, anything that falls uh, while you're gathering the grain must be left for the poor, and anything forgotten must be left for, for the poor. These are the laws of Leket, Shechra, and Peah. And although uh, it does make sense that from an agricultural perspective, it's right, it takes place in the summer, and it makes sense that it's after Shavuos and before Rosh Hashanah, there's something much, much deeper about this connection between Leket, Shechra, and Peah and the holiday of Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashanah that we know of is obviously the day of coronation of God, and it's all about Malchios and understanding that God controls everything. But the truth is that if you look in the text in the Torah, it never really says that Rosh Hashanah has anything to do with crowning God. And it's the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah actually has to struggle to look for where it is that we find a source in the Torah that Rosh Hashanah has anything to do with God being a king. And how do we know that there's a concept of Malchios whatsoever in Rosh Hashanah? And the Gemara says that what we do is that we make a drasha. Because after the laws of Matnas Aniyim, at the very end of that Pasuk, it says, leave it for the poor people. Why? Ani Hashem Elokeichem. I am Hashem your God. What does Hashem continue right after that Pasuk with? The holiday of Rosh Hashanah. So if we take Ani Hashem Elokeichem, we borrow those three words that are written in the context of Peah, we can now apply it because it's right next to Rosh Hashanah, we can apply it to the holiday of Rosh Hashanah as well and say that the holiday of Rosh Hashanah is also a day that is dedicated to Ani Hashem Elokeichem. What an amazing coincidence that the Torah is just using the words of Ani Hashem Elokeichem that are written in the context, the context of gifts to the poor and using that as defining what the holiday of Rosh Hashanah is all about. What does Leket, Shicha, and Peah have to teach us about the theme of Malchus and God's incorporating God and how accepting his kingship upon us? So there's a very simple point here. The point which is almost absent from our life because we're not farmers in Israel and we're not doing Lakat and Peah is that there's something that's so different about Matnos Aniyam than any other gift of tzedakah or any other gift of to the truma of Maishr that we give to the Kohen or the Levi. And the difference is, is that by Lakat and Peah, the Torah says, Ta'azovotam. To abandon them. To abandon them means that we can't decide who we're giving it to. It's not something that's for us, for us to make a decision who it is we'd like the recipient to be. If you have a cousin you'd like to give Shekhan Peah to, you can't. It's not like Truma, it's not like Miser, it's not like Sukkah, that a person has that jurisdiction to decide who it is he'd like to maneuver the gifts to. Here, it's all about abandonment. It's ta'azovotam. It's leaving them in the field and whoever comes and takes them, whichever poor person happens to come, you watch and you will completely have to be happy with whoever the recipient is. Because the key objective of the mitzvah is ta'azov, to let go, to let go of possession, to let go of ownership, to let go of control. And that's exactly why the last three words of the mitzvah are, Ani Hashem Elokeichem, I am Hashem your God. You feel God's presence more in an act of ta'azov than an act of nesina, of an act of giving. If I give truma to a coin, it's harder to feel God 
than it is when I abandon my possession. There, it's actually easier to find God because there's less me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is, is wrestling with us. And he's saying, who's in control? Do you realize that it's me and not you? That's what he's called to us. So the calling of Manos Aniyam is, don't worry about who's going to get it. That's for me to decide. That's my cheshbon. I'm orchestrating the world, says God. For you, the key element in the mitzvah is the act of aziva, the abandonment of material. That's exactly what the key root of Matos Aniyam is. And what this has to do with Rosh Hashanah, and this is the theme, the rudimentary point of Malchios, is letting go of the control we feel of our lives. It seems to be that just to maneuver and to survive in the world, we need to feel control. We need to feel control because of how scary, because of how vulnerable it is that we feel in this world. But when it comes time to Rosh Hashanah, if we really want to recognize what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, the first most important element is to realize, Ani Hashem Elokeichem, just as it was an act of aziva, of abandonment of one's material, abandonment of one's ego, abandonment of oneself, abandonment of feeling like we have control over what takes place, over what transpires to us in our lives. As much as HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us the ability and autonomy and all of that, after all is said and done, there's a point. There's a certain access point we realize actually we don't have control. And that is precisely the moment when we get closer to our Father Baruch Hu. Ani Hashem Elokeichem from Peah is what defines the day of Rosh Hashanah. The recognition that we don't have full control. And how important it is that we look at this time. What can we gain during these times when we're sitting here at home? One of the most important things is to tap again and again into the same, the same idea because there's such a deep reservoir here. We are not in control. There are so many things that we plan, but we can't actually fully decide them because absolutely HaKadosh Baruch Hu has control. We, in a much more limited sense, the more we realize the closer we grow to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, letting go is somehow enabling us. And that's the paradox of serving God. God says, let go, I'll enable you more. You'll be closer, you'll be more powerful. All that he wants from us is an act of ta'azov to come closer to him through abandoning the fullest sense of control that we feel.